'cause I'm working for a living. I'm Jamie Dye. He is uh, Drew Romanda. Uh, Tiger Woods is back on the course for the first time in a long time at the Genesis uh, Invitational, and he is even par uh, through 17 holes. Just about to wrap things up. Patrick Cantlay near the lead. A couple of Canadians near the top of the leaderboard, including Adam Svensson and Mackenzie Hughes, as uh, the Genesis Invitational has Tiger back with his new logo, Sunday Red, and it's a tiger, and it's like designed like a golf course, and it's too much. Kind of looks like a bad Bengals logo, to be quite honest. It's The logo itself on the big banner behind him, wasn't very, it's, it's unattractive, but on this, the sweatshirt he has on, or the, sorry, the hoodie um, he has on, uh, <clears throat> bunny hug. Thank you very much. That he has on, the, the bunny hug he has on, it actually, it looks much better on the smaller, in the smaller version, because it's, it's not a, not as obtrusive. Okay, and now over to our own fashionista, Britton Gray. Ba, 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 ba. Hey, is he Britton Gray, Britton Gray, Britton Gray. Football at four with Britton Gray. That's a banging entry. That's a banging entry. I'll tell you what. Well, you're even singing along to it now, so it's got to be good. And just when you think it's over. It comes back for a little bit more. Just like Britain. <laughs> just when you think he's done, he comes back with a little bit more. I love it. So uh, keep fighting. Fashionista, is that a fair assessment of uh, your fashion? I would agree with that. Now, some people <laughs> might not. However, what is your favorite piece of apparel that you own in your closet? I have a nice, bright pink watermelon shirt. Do you? Mm-hmm. Is it a, a dress shirt or is it a? Well, it's a collar, but it's a button-up collar. But I wouldn't say it's a dress shirt. It's, it's a, just a just a collared shirt, just a sports. A, what they call a sports shirt. Exactly. Yeah. So go out yeah. with that. Uh, I mean, when I want to, I can dress up. You know, like the, the when like I said, to. Some people would disagree, but I can wear a bow tie. No, see, see why yeah, I, did I, you bring I, that up? <laughs> no, Britain, don't say bow tie around Drew Ramenda. Oh. Uh, Goodness. There's the, there's the last part to Britain Cruise entry. Uh, <laughs> entry song. Is now, are you getting married? Are you in a tuxedo? No. Or, okay. Well, no, you can't wear a bow tie. No, no, you're wrong there. But other than that, you know, good See, for you in the water. Some people picture. would disagree, but no, not, no, not many. No, <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't. Here's the issue. Unless you're, unless you're a, a nine year old boy. Here's the issue, though. Yeah. He doesn't tie the bow ties. They're all clip-ons. Clip-ons oh, okay. not appropriate word. It's they they, they snap together. Self-attaching. Self-attaching. What do you mean? <laughs> the, the I right don't word. clip them on. That's exactly what. Yes, you do. That's exactly what you do. I'll they're, bring a bow tie. I'll show you what they are. They're not clip-ons. Okay. Yeah, but you're they're, not tying them. Well, I don't have time to tie oh. them in this busy day and age with everything going a thousand miles a minute. You think I have time to tie a bow tie? <laughs> Go, go, go. <laughs> That's right. In your job, you're right. It is go, go, go. Yeah. When's the last time you wore said a self-attaching tie? 
was gonna say it's been a while. It's been a couple of years, actually, Drew. Yeah, okay. the, the past okay. few Christmas parties, it's been a normal tie, tying that up because I uh, I went out and bought a, a Christmas uh, party outfit. You know, spent some good money on a good dress shirt, dress pants, oh, okay. and so I have to make sure I get at least five years out of wearing it. For what? Have you been wearing the <laughs> same outfit to every Christmas party? The for past the last two. Three? The past two. <laughs> Now I'm not going to be able to unsee it. I'll be like, let's wait go, a second. We'll look back. Is it dark suit? Dark suit? Uh, black, like a black or navy suit or dark suit? The purple dress it? shirt. Uh, got the kind of navy black pants. Mm-hmm. Brown shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a nice mm-hmm. polka dot tie to go with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what about the pocket square? I didn't buy a pocket square. It's a Christmas party. I have to be ready. I have to be ready at any moment. To sing a man should always it doesn't yeah you should but a man a gentleman should always <laughs> not only have a pocket square but you should also have a handkerchief in your 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 suit jacket pocket on the inside in case uh, someone needs a handkerchief someone being a young lady it's a nice touch trust me on that one there you go See, don't give it to, don't give I, it to a guy don't this, give it to a guy do you know what I'm I taking do, mental notes because the Drew Romena has got, done this rant. I actually was it last Father's Day. I was like, I need I need some pocket square tie combos, and there they were. And now, I am always uh, got the pocket square because of Drew Romanda's advice. Uh, he is if there's one thing he has taught me, it is that, and it's not what you're worth; it's what you negotiate. Is uh, the exactly. other way not, not what you deserve is what you negotiate. Um, okay, football at four. There's a few people out there, uh, Britton Grave, that believes your quarterback has the hardest job in pro sports. That being Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, because he can never make anybody happy as the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys unless you're Troy Aikman and have won a Super Bowl. Do you believe that, yes, Dak Prescott has the toughest job in sports? I, I Toughest is a word I'm not sure that really describes it. He has one of the more unique jobs in, in sports and the fact that everything is under a microscope more with the Dallas Cowboys. And like I say, unless you're winning a Super Bowl, it's a failure every year, even though that team isn't always the best around you. They're the, they're the most valued franchise in the entire world. They are given probably far more TV time than they deserve on sports shows. And so he's always under a microscope. So sounds there is like certain a, hurdles. Sounds like a Maple Leaf fan over here. Or is it the goaltender of the Toronto Maple Leafs who has the toughest job in sports? <laughs> well, I, I think, yeah, Britton, you're right. But that, that was that was Micah Parsons and his teammate and CeeDee Lamb, his teammate, on the Micah Parsons podcast. And Micah Parsons and CeeDee agreed that Dak has the toughest job in America. Not just sports, in America. Now, hyperbole aside... We could look at it from a sports lens, which is what we do. But I, I have a hard time thinking just because you're under that microscope and that spotlight and the pressure that that $40 million you get per season doesn't you know, assuage some of that, that pressure that you feel. I mean, it kind of lends itself to, well, yeah, but. And it's, after all, you're just playing game for a living. And that's why it's the toughest job in sport. 
that, that I, can, I can buy into it as quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys because of the media attention, and Stephen A. Smith won't leave him alone. <laughs> he was actually Stephen A. actually went on like a person. It was actually really good. It was actually really quite good. And now after the whole toughest job in in America, he wants to go back on because now he's really mad. <laughs> um. Anyway, well, it's, a good, it's, a, it's, it's a good debate though. It's, Which who's got the toughest job in sports? It would be that, or the, like the Leafs are the hockey mecca in Toronto with all the media and all that pressure. Or is it the coach of the Cowboys or the coach of the Leafs that would be in that mix? Like, would Mark Mike McCarthy have a tougher job, or oh, whoever's next? How about back? the head official of a Super Bowl crew has to say pass interference? And give the ball to the team down at the one yard line to win it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be tough. That's a tough job. I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> That's a fakeless one right there. P- p- pass interference. Uh, pass interference. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> or uh, is it the uh, is it the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers deciding whether or not to have the ball in overtime? Maybe that is the uh, the toughest job in uh, sports. But he blames Steve Wilkes that, for please. it. He blames Steve Wilkes for it. Apparently, no, he should blame him. himself for for not for not educating his players on what the hell this the overtime rules. I couldn't were. believe that. Like Britain, if you were a fan of the 49ers, how ticked off would you be after the tape came out that the the players are on the sideline? Is that they get the ball back if we score a touchdown? I'd be furious. Oh, I mean, furious, but I think they're still more furious that they didn't give Christian McCaffrey the ball in the third quarter. <laughs> That's, That's the most true. glaring That's true. That's issue true. with the 49ers in the Super Bowl. They gave it to him once. Did the they same thing once. when he was with. He did the same thing with the Falcons, and was it wasn't he with the Falcons? Yeah, he was the, the OC. For the Falcons? Yeah, twenty-eight yeah. to three. Yeah. Every season, he says he's learned. I'm, I'll run the ball more. I'm going to run the ball, and every year. Yeah, let's do it. Um, but still, he's he 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 does win a lot of games. I don't think he's a bad coach. I just think there's some things that coaches just. I, with that, that's an oversight by your by your coach by your head coach for sure regarding the overtime rules. But the the fact that maybe he just saw an adjustment he needed to make and they didn't execute, but it was working. So I'm not sure why they changed it. Okay. Uh, any rider news today? They, 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 they're pretty quiet today. Pretty quiet. It's like Jeremy O'Day on? said, it's, it's a salary cap. You know, you can only spend so much. You can't just bring everyone in. Yes. So uh, he said maybe some more moves, but never know. And so we'll, we'll, we'll see if anything happens, but this appears to be the team they're going to take to training camp outside. Like, like I said, after the NFL draft, they'll, they'll, yeah. Pick some guys up. They're going to continue to sign guys. And then especially that kind of left tackle position, that'll be another position once training camp gets around. Who emerges as the starter there? We, we can pencil in Gerald Hawkins because he was supposed to be the starter last year. But I think that's open competition. Yeah. And there could be more changes coming on guys, who's in, who's out. Do you like this team right now? I like the team last year, so I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore. Yeah, I, really I, I think there's I still think they're a little thin at receiver. I really do. That's my spot where I'm like, they have some good Canadians, but do they have the depth of the Canadians to fill in if they're gonna go three? And do they have the guys at American receiver other than just hope to find somebody fingers crossed? That's my and left tackle, which is kind of important. 
Uh, bring in 10 receivers from college, and you'll you'll find someone, I'm sure. Yeah, good call. I agree. Hey, Winnipeg fam, Dalton's shown after all. Uh, correct. That is football at four with Britton Gray, who's going to bring in bow ties tomorrow, apparently, here on the Green Zone on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie and I drew Amanda with you here on the Green Zone. The whole trade rumors all over the place in the National Hockey League. Is uh, no Jacob Markstrom at all tonight? He didn't skate. He's not doing anything in Calgary. Come on, Amanda, what do you know? Did you see him leaving with his suitcase uh, from the Saddle Dome that, today? Is he being traded? I know that Dustin Wolf is starting tonight, who got brought up from the Calgary Anglers of the uh, American Hockey League, two-time goalie of the year in the AHL, and they say he is the next guy. He's from Gilroy, California which is about 25 minutes from San Jose. His hero was Yevgeny Nabokov growing up playing goal. So Dustin Wolf is starting. Jacob Markstrom is not. It's um, There was a deal apparently out there with, with uh, New Jersey for Markstrom, but it fell through. The Calgary Flames are rebuilding on the fly, and Markstrom would be a guy, and New Jersey would be logical so maybe they'll they'll revisit that. Uh, when we drop the gloves with Drew Amanda, we'll talk about some other rumors. Jake Allen was reported maybe being dealt to Colorado. That is not happening. Also, Morgan Riley's uh, hearing tomorrow with uh, Gary Bettman, uh, or the hearing is tomorrow with Gary Bettman. The NHLPA lawyers, Brad Treliving, Morgan Riley will be there. Um, we'll see if Gary takes back a few of those five games uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs defensemen. Time now for the Green Zone One Minute Drill, the latest in sports. They'll be without them tonight, however. Toronto back at it in the NHL. It is one of 12 games, six Canadian teams on the ice. But the headline story in the NHL is Connor Bedard is back in the lineup. The Chicago Blackhawks making it official. He'll be on the ice against the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight when the Blackhawks are home to the Pens. He's been out 41 days. He is still... Tied for the lead in rookie scoring with 33 points despite missing all those games. Also in the NHL, Columbus Blue Jackets have fired general manager Jarmo Kekalainen. They're in last place. Going to miss the playoffs for the fourth straight year. And CFL news, Hamilton Tiger Cats linebacker Simone Lawrence, everybody's favorite linebacker in Saskatchewan, Simone Lawrence, uh, has retired or, as he posted, graduated uh, from the CFL and he'll now be an ambassador <laughs> for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Coming up next, this weekend, Yarmer Yager's number 68 will be retired by the Penguins, and we're looking back at some of the greatest hair in hockey. Who are your nominees for the all-hair team on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM? Get a haircut. I'm Jamie Nye. He is Drew Romenda. This is the Green Zone on a Thursday afternoon. Justin Dunk out with a latest report on the one receiver everybody's watching and waiting, Tim White, 
of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. According to sources to Justin Dunk, our CFL analyst says if Tim White was open to coming down to about the 250,000 range, he wants 300 or more. Multiple teams uh, would be in the running to sign the all-star receiver. Now, with American receiver being a spot, I would be looking at if they have the money. I don't know if they do. The Rough Riders. Uh, Tim White would be a nice ad. He uh, really would. Uh, but that's the latest in CFL free agency as we drop the gloves. Get in the fast lane, Kramer. The bingo game is ready to roll. It's time to drop the gloves. Watch the lawsuit, Ty. Watch the lawsuit. But hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Okay, let's uh, talk a little hockey. Um, the Morgan Riley. Hearing tomorrow, do you think Gary Bettman's going to reduce the suspension? No, no, I don't. I don't think he has. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think he's going to uphold it. Um, bad if, look if he turns it back. If nothing if else, if nothing yeah. else, reports are the lawyers of the NHLPA and you know Brad Living, If nothing, they just want to know why were these cross checks to the head less than five, and he got five. That's what yeah. they. Yeah. <laughs> So what? <laughs> Again, so what? You, I, I, it's it's amazing to me the, the comparison shopping that people do when it comes to this type of thing. Do you know what Gary should do? I, I, he should show the clip of um, who was it who hit uh, Turgeon way back in the day? Dale Hunter. Dale Hunter. You you want twenty yeah, one? We can give you twenty one. Because that's fine with me. Yeah. There was after even the a goalie in net for that one. Goal. Yeah. After a goal. <laughs> During, yep, I can do that if you want me to do that. I, I, it's you have your you have the right within the CBA collective bargaining agreement to, to to appeal this, which is what they should do if they want to get their guy back. But the whole comparison of what about this? What about that? What if? What about it? Again, you cannot absolve a bad act by citing a previous bad act. You can't. It's, you can do it. Everybody tries to do it, but logically, it fails. Okay. Uh, we've been having some fun on the green zone today. Yarmir Yager is uh, number 60. It's going to be retired um, if, for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So we were talking about, of course, Yager's epic mullet when he jumped into the league was non-rivaled. Sure like, yeah. it was yeah. non-rivaled. Might be on the Mount Rushmore number one on the All Hair NHL Hall of Fame, like really for Yarmir Yager. Yeah, without a doubt. So we've been asking you today, who else should be on the All Hair team in NHL history? Ron Dugay now is getting so many votes. Oh, yeah. It looks yeah. like he's a lock to make it with Yarmir Yager. Lock, get it, get it, lock, lock of hair, get it. That's very good, Jamie. Unintended. Um, <laughs> uh, some of the other popular votes. Ally Afraidy is up. The skullet from the All Star game it wasn't, it with wasn't the Washington Capitals. Was a, that was that wasn't a skullet. That was he, he had stuff on top. He had to look at it again. He had stuff on top. It just at the back part, he had nothing. It was a. If anything, it was a full denial. Anyway, smoking like a someone who's gone through it. 
1-877-332-8255. Scotty Hartnell yeah. is being nominated for the yeah. All-Hair NHL team. Go go in line and watch some, look at some pictures of My gosh, that's a hair of an angel. With Duke Gay and Hartnell, there's, there, red hair. there's some Saskatchewanians going on here with the mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. All-Hair team all of a sudden here on the Green Zone. Aguila Fleur has been getting a lot of votes. Yeah. Now, now this wasn't mullet or anything. This was no, just, this just a 70s great one. head of hair in his yeah. early goings with the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. yeah. Could show a drive-in movie off that forehead, but other than that, it, it was you. He had he had a nice flow when he was driving when he was skating down the ice. <laughs> you could. Come on, man. Oh, More wow. forehead than I have right now. Um, uh, Kyla in net Kelly Rudy for yeah. the all hair team. Go back in the LA days with the with the t- with the headband. I'm going to see Kelly Rudy tonight. I suspect it's Thursday. Yeah, so I'll see him tonight. He'll be at the game. But yeah, without a doubt, Kelly had Kelly had flow, baby. Had that he had that blue headband he tied on. Undeniable. Oh yeah! Oh yes. No, I just had to go back and look at a picture with the headband yeah. wrapped around. Flow, right? Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Rudy could be nominated in that. Yeah, but you sure. have another goaltender just because it's perfect oh, hair. Yeah. Well, and, and I guess because I'm in Calgary and my lovely wife is not uh, in the audience, studio audience tonight, today. Um, Henrik Lundqvist. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe I didn't say it, but Henrik. I mean, the, the guy is perfect. He's absolutely perfect. He is he is the most beautiful man in sports. It that hair is, it's it's hair of an angel. It's ridiculous. It's you look at Henrik Lundqvist and you understand why. There's sometimes your wife just looks at you out of the corner of her eye, her eye and you catch her, and the look of disappointment she cannot wash away from her face. When you look at Henrik Lundqvist, you understand why. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. Eric Carlson is oh, being yeah. brought up uh, as D'Artagnan, Three Musketeers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and by the way, <laughs> one day in Chicago, a couple of years ago, and uh, he comes in. To the elevator, same time I come to the elevator. He he's he just always dressed immaculately. His shoes cost more than my mortgage. I mean, this guy was this guy was well dressed and good looking. So I looked at him and I said, I said, Eric, I said I've been to Sweden. You know, I don't think I'm good good looking enough to live in Sweden. And he went, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I said they all I said they they're all like like they're all beautiful like you, right? And he goes, Well, not as beautiful, but yeah, you're right. And he said, have you seen Hendrik Lundqvist? I went, yes. He goes, and? I went, yes, I know you're a great-looking guy. But Eric is great. He he was always very low-key, tongue-in-cheek. Um, but, yeah, the guy had the guy had great flow. Uh, Bernie in Estevan, uh, who's your nominee for the all-hair NHL team? Well, I got a story. I was uh, traveling back from Vancouver one time, and I got on a big plane. I went to the back of the plane, and the gentleman I sat down was a – sat down beside was a fellow by the name of Peter Zurich. Does that ring a bell with you hockey guys? Yeah. 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 What? The founder of the tuck skate blade. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And he was, a, by that time, a very, very wealthy man. 
Yeah, so I had a great conversation with him about, you know, his uh, battle trying to get the plastic skate blade into a market that at the time was all steel skate blades, if you know what right. I mean, right? And, and yeah. he talked about how he had to bribe his way into the dressing room. The trainers, the, the trainers controlled anybody that got in and out of the dressing room. The yep. trainer, you had to basically pay your way in there. And I, and I asked him, who's the one guy that when he started wearing your skate, the tuck skate blade, it just took off? And he said, without a doubt, Guy Lafleur. Yeah. With that flowing hair, as soon as he started wearing it, he had a pretty fast guy on the ice that just took off. <laughs> That's pretty good. Bernie has the backstory to why that flowing hair had so much speed going through the neutral zone uh, for the Montreal uh, Canadiens. That's awesome. That's good. That's good. one 877 The all-hair team in the National Hockey League who should be nominated, one 877 Someone said Joe Thornton's beard should be nominated. Oh, you should see it now. You should see it now. I saw him the other day. It's. It, is it longer? It, oh, it's it's epic. It really is. But it mainly, if you look at him with beard versus without beard, I, I can't picture him without the beard anymore. I mean, it's been. But this is a guy who shaves at nine o'clock in the morning, and he's got a full beard by five. He's, he's one of those guys. Some other nominees. Mike Ricci, says DG in yeah, uh, Saskatoon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Ricci's Reach is still got it. Still got the long hair. He's got the great flow. Chris Simon uh, being nominated. That's a good one, yeah. Um, 1-877-332-8255. Kelly's just going with the clean clean brush cut. Is none of this mullet gross stuff. Tim Horton, way back. just Wow. Phew. Yeah. That's a military cut yeah, right that's there. That's a military cut right there. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Who? Okay, here we go. Uh, we need an official, Drew Amanda. Someone said we yeah. need an official to ref the all uh, hair NHL game. Kerry uh, wow. Fraser. Kerry Fraser yeah. is uh, the referee on the ice uh, for the uh, all hair NHL game. That was nice. Red locks. It was beautiful, and it never moved. Never. How much moved. hairspray do you think he went through in a year? I think he went through at least a, like, like a bottle a game. I've told you that story, right, in Calgary? Overtime, double overtime? I told you that story. Where you just said it, Kerry, yeah. come here, and you said, yeah, no, how do you, yeah. your hair doesn't move. No. He was he was mad he was mad after the first overtime because he didn't call any penalties and if things got like a rodeo and he came over and talked to Dave King and then he came over to our bench and talked to Kevin Constantine and I was still on the bench and uh, he tells Kevin what he told Dave and he did it rather forcefully and then I'm just staring at him just staring at him and he looks at me and goes what and I went four periods your hair it's perfect and he looks at me and goes jealous skates away <laughs> all right we got paul in saskatoon who's your nominee uh bobby hull oh the golden jet there yeah. you go he was playing for winnipeg he got in a fight and whoever he was fighting with pulled off his toupee yes and then uh, yes. bobby left the ice and he came back wearing a helmet for the rest of the game yeah, because you get it's get the tape. You got to put the tape on everything else. Bobby yeah. Hull's sideburns back in the day. Were they, were, yeah, like, we're bonus. Wow, 
uh, looking back. So Bobby Smith, says, remember Bobby Smith used to play with Minnesota and I think he played with the Canadians too. He, he had a hairpiece and he would, but he wore it rather ironically because he'd come into the room and the first thing he'd throw off, take off and throw it in the top of his, his locker was the hairpiece. He just tossed it up there. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. Send us your nominees for the greatest hair team in the NHL. Is Yarmir Yager's number sixty eight will be retired? The greatest hair in NHL history. This is nine eighty CJME and six fifty CKOM. Jamie Dye with the year in the green zone. Drew had to uh, hit the bus with the San Jose Sharks. They're one of 12 games tonight. The Sharks against the Calgary Flames in Calgary. We're getting your suggestions for the best hair in hockey history. one 332 8255 Ryan from Regina texting in early Wayne Gretzky. Like in the early 80s. Yeah, that would do. Uh, Darcy, who do you think had the best hockey e- or hockey hair ever? I'm going to say Ron Dugay. Ron Dugay, Darcy, has been a very popular pick for best hair and a Saskatchewan, Saskatchewanian. Gilroy, what was it? You also say Ron Dugay. Why did he have the best hair? He was the original. The original mullet the back in the day. The Rangers, yes, sir. Uh, the New York Rangers... Ron Dugay, he's a very popular pick. Someone has finally said it. I've been waiting for someone to say it. Fictional player, but actually based on a real person. We had the real person on the green zone back in the day. People are saying Ogie Oglethorpe from Slapshot. Of course, he was modeled after a gentleman by the name of Goldie Goldthorpe. Look, Goldie Goldthorpe. Up on Google Images. Goldie Goldthorpe Images. And look at that hair. Unbelievable uh, for Goldie Goldthorpe. Of course, his likeness was modeled with Ogie Goldthorpe in the movie Slapshot. Scott, wrap it up. You get the final say. Who would you nominate? I'm going to nominate for curls here. I'm going to go Bobby Clark and Wayne Cashman. Bobby Clark's, like that iconic image with the no teeth and the hair. Yeah, Bobby Clark, he'd be in the conversation as well.